When Mavic 2 Pro was announced, the expectations was through the roof. But let's be honest, the honeymoon is over and the reality is somewhere different. To me, it seems DJI rushed the product to the market and made some serious compromises that they might or might not be able to fix going forward. Should you buy the Mavic 2 Pro? Postpone your decision until you know the 10 things where DJI failed to meet my expectations. After the intro. What's going on and welcome to the channel. If you don't know me, I'm Henrik Olsen and I make weekly tips, tests and tutorials to help you get the best out of your camera drone. Consider subscribing, I promise you won't be disappointed. Before we start, let me point out, this is not a rant towards uh, DJI, but I feel that the issues uh, needs to be surfaced for you to make an informed decision before you're buying. So let's get started with the least severe issue first. Number 10, no precision landing. It goes beyond me to understand why the most advanced consumer drone on the market does not have precision landing. When I tested it, it was off by several meters. Even the original Mavic uh, Pro had this feature and did it quite well. I normally use a return to home to bring my drone back. Yes, I'm kind of lazy on that point. But when it's descending, I cancel the return to home and hand catch it. But without precision landing, the whole procedure is a lot more uncertain, especially if you're close to something. Hope the bottom sensors will bail you out in that case. And I would expect DJI to add precision landing in a firmware update in the near future. Number nine, gimbal motor not strong enough. I have a few times experienced that the gimbal motor is not strong enough to keep the camera in position. If you back away from an object at high velocity and stops, the camera can be knocked out of position. It does not seem to be consistent, but it happened to me a few times. It does not prevent you from recording as you can just reposition the camera, but it's still super annoying. Number eight, default colors on standard profile. Color profiles are way too saturated and they look in general a bit weird to me. The green looks too green and looks very oversaturated. But in general, I think that the color profiles that default out of the Mavic Air looks way better. You can compensate for that by turning down the saturations under the style menu. It would be nice if DJI added a few more non-lock color profiles to choose from. Number seven, the filter mounting system. With a bigger camera comes bigger filters. It can be a fiddly business to mount and dismount the filters on the Mavic 2 Pro, especially when the filters are new. I found myself using more force to unscrew the fillers than I felt comfortable with. And I was afraid of breaking the camera or gimbal. Once they are mounted, they feel pretty secure. And with the variable aperture, you don't need to change the fillers very often. That's something that you had to do very often with the fixed focal length drones like the Mavic Air and the original Mavic Pro. To be honest, I like the threaded solution of the Mavic Air and the Phantom 4 Pro a lot better. Number six. Side sensors are not active during normal flight. The side sensors of the Mavic 2 Pro are only active during the intelligent flight modes and that's a shame and I really don't know why DJI decided to turn them off. There must be a technical limitation that made DJI make that decision because if it's only to preserve flight time, it should be up to the user to decide. There are already numerous reports about the users that have crashed their expensive toys because they forgot that the side sensors were not active under normal flight. User error will most say, but I will argue it's false security because this was one of the big selling points with the Mavic 2 Pro when it was announced that you got true 360 omnidirectional obstacle avoidance. I guess they forgot to say not all the time. Number five, H265 is pretty tough for most computers. 
H.265 was developed to handle 4K footage way better than H.264 that originally was optimized for 1080p footage. So this was a natural step for DJI. The H.265 is compressing by a factor 2 compared to the original H.264. This means that many old computers will struggle with smooth playback of H.265. I had to upgrade my 2011 iMac to high share to even playback the file. And after the upgrade, the playback is still choppy. You need to be aware of that if you have an old computer. I put a link for a sample clip in the description below that is recorded in 4K H.265 so you can test it out yourself. Number 3. One inch Hasselblad is not on par. I was very disappointed when I discovered that the 1-inch Hasselblad camera was not on par with the 1-inch camera that is found on the Phantom 4 Pro in terms of details and resolution. This was first reported by Cliff Totten that made a series of tests and jumped to the conclusion that DJI did not use the full 1-inch sensor by utilizing techniques like line skipping and pixel binning to prevent the 1-inch sensor from overheating. With line skipping, you're only using 50% of the sensor and with pixel binning, you are merging and averaging pixels. This can get really hairy, but if you're into nerdy stuff, you can watch the full video through the link in the description below. DJI later responded by explaining they use a different technique like raw subsampling. This is not as primitive as line skimming or pixel binning, and this represents the best way of filming with the one-inch sensor and the full field of view on the Mavic 2 hardware. All that sounds pretty fantastic, but it's also a compromise to make a drone like the Mavic 2 Pro. So if you did expect a Phantom 4 Pro level of performance, this is not what you're getting. Number 2. Lens Distortion I discovered this on some of the first raw photos I took with the Mavic 2 Pro that the horizon was bended. This was not happening on the live feed and neither in JPEG, but in the raw files when inspected on the computer. Because RAW is RAW and they are not allowed to alter the output of the camera because then it's not RAW anymore, it reveals the true nature of the optics. This is a typical behavior of a wide angle or fisheye lens where distortion increases towards the corners of the picture. This is the compromise made to cram in a 1-inch sensor in such a small camera housing. Let me make one thing clear, this problem will not go away by any firmware update that DJI will provide. You have to fix your RAW images for this issue every time you post-process them. It's not a big deal for me, but it might be for some. I would expect DJI to release a lens correction profiles for the most common photo softwares like Adobe Lightroom. That would make it less of a hassle. Number one, distortion only in some color profiles. Lens distortion is also a problem when recording video in D-Log-M or in Hybrid Log-Gamma where you have to fix the video in post-production. The problem seems most dominant in 4K full field of view as expected as this mode uses the full sensor size. What makes matters even worse is that this is not visible on the live feed, it's only on the files stored on your SD card. So you won't even know something is wrong until you watch your footage. DJI has compensated for the distortion in H.264 normal mode and straightened the image in the drone. One could easily jump to the conclusion that this part was uh, left out because of the increased amount of information uh, generated by the 10-bit D-Log-M and HLG modes and the Mavic 2 simply did not have processing power enough to compute it. This is not the case as the 10-bit color profile none in H.265 has been corrected too. 
So the issue is only linked to hybrid log gamma or D log M. I don't know why DJI decided not to fix these two color profiles. It's a mess and it does look like a half finished product to me. DJI could at least have provided a 10 bit D cine like color profile with lens correction. Is there something obvious that I'm overlooking here? Then uh, let me know in the comment section below. Does this mean that you should not buy the Mavic 2 Pro? It depends if you can live with the issues mentioned in this video. I'm pretty sure DJI will address some of them. But the issues caused by the lens distortion will still be a problem. But aren't there any good things to say about the Mavic 2 Pro, are you probably wondering? Yes, it has a lot of good things going for it, especially if you're upgrading from some of the smaller DJI drones or from the old Mavic Pro. The Ocusync 2.0, the connection is really, really good. That's something that I really appreciate. Flight time is a blessing on both the remote and the aircraft. Side sensors, uh, when they are active during the intelligent flight modes, that's a big plus. The new landing lights are both cool and practical. Overall, the form factor seems pretty cool and the gimbal construction seems pretty stable. It's probably right now the best compromise between uh, performance and size. Variable aperture, it's so cool that you can adjust this in flight. The two different 4K modes that will allow you to switch between full field of view and uh, HQ mode. It's like a zoom that you can switch between two levels. So that's pretty cool as well. And of course the new hyperlapse mode, that is so awesome. In general, it flies really stable and handles wind very well. Would I still buy it with the knowledge that I have now? There's no doubt this is an awesome machine. But some of the discoveries uh, mentioned in this video would have been really nice to know before I purchased it to set expectations. I did expect the Mavic 2 Pro to be a portable version of the Phantom 4 Pro, but it's not. But by the end of the day, a compact portable drone with a good camera wins in my book. So the Mavic 2 Pro is still a recommendation for me. If you already bought a Mavic 2, you might be interested in my top 10 must-have accessory list. I made a video to show you which accessories uh, that I recommend. You can access this video through this card. I hope you like this video, then give it a like. That makes it easier for others to find the video and gain knowledge before they decide to purchase a Mavic 2. And also, if you're new around here, then consider subscribing for more weekly tips, testing tutorials. And thank you for watching and see you on the next one.